Welcome to the Soul Ed Podcast with me, intuitive life and business coach, Amelia Francesca. Soul Ed is for the big-hearted visionaries who know they want to play a little differently in this world. It's your space to connect deeper with your inner guidance and in turn live out your most liberated, radiant and expansive life. Hello my loves, welcome back. So excited to be sharing episode two with you and to be talking and going into all the nitty gritty um, insight today into what I believe to be really important in order to enable you to create and continue to expand a successful and thriving business. And we're going to be looking at it in a very different way to how the most common themes that kind of play out in in the variety of like this is what success is this is what you need to do um if you're new to this space then one of the things you should know about me is I'm not a one-size-fits-all business model person in any way. Um, I'm a intuitive coach and therefore I really believe that we can all run and build and expand our businesses in the ways that feel most aligned for us, which means that mine might look completely different to yours and completely different to the person, you know, next to us. And that that truly for me is running an aligned and authentic business when we're making it work for us. So I never, you know, whether I'm coaching or whether I'm kind of more in that teaching capacity of being on social media, et cetera. I never kind of share anything of like, these are the five steps you need to do in order to get to here. Um, I believe that there's strategies that definitely are that work, but you have to have the discernment to find which strategies work well for you. And I do believe the most important strategy to always be focusing on is the the strategy of listening to ourselves, listening to our intuition, listening to our soul, listening to what we really want and asking ourselves, okay, so I know what really feels important to me and what I'm really seeking and what I really want to put out into the world and how I really want to serve. And then what might be the simplest way for me to be able to facilitate all of these things? Like that for me is the most important strategy of all to have. And I love witnessing my clients' faces when we're on a coaching call and, you know, they might be in a little bit of that panicked headspace and how do I get the next clients in or how do I have a successful launch or how do I do this? And then we, we go through that. It's like, okay, well, you tell me, you tell me what you really want. You tell me how it all looks for you once it's played out exactly in the best way it possibly could. If your success was inevitable, you know, whether it's calling in more clients, making more money, having a successful launch, having more time away from your business. If your success was inevitable and you got to have it in any which way, what would that look like? And then, okay, now let's look at the simplest, most easeful way to get you there. And watching their physical bodies just relax and their shoulders loosen and feeling the energy shift of it goes from them being up in their heads, down into their hearts, sharing their visions. And then we create a bespoke plan of how to get them there. It just like gets me excited every single time because it's one more person who's allowing themselves to fully listen to themselves within their businesses. And I believe that's what we all 
uh, need and what's available to all of us as well. And, and it speaks to so much, especially because, you know, I support people in businesses who run heart led, heart centered businesses. And I mostly support coaches or people who fall within that kind of coaching category, coaches, mentors, guides, healers, etc. And when you think about all of the work that they do, not only with their clients, but also on themselves, how much of it is around trust, how much is it around connection, how much is it around intuition, how much is it around um, listening to the soul. And so if we're trying to you know, tell ourselves that we can do that, but we can only do that in life. We can only do that in a certain area. And then once we get into business, we have to move into doing, you know, so-and-so strategy in order to create that certain amount of success. Then we're acting these small acts of sort of self-betrayal or self-mistrust again and again and again, which is, is moving us away from the very reason that we probably picked up that first book on self-development all those years ago, or decided to become a coach or decided to start helping people is because we want them to be able to see the truth of themselves and live from that place. And so it's my biggest wish that business is run in that way as well. And just to give you a little insight of what the day is looking like for me so far, it is um, about half past 12 in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and I'm currently cozied up with a big mug of English breakfast tea, literally sat in my bed with the duvet wrapped around me, not because it's particularly cold, but you know those days we just want like home comforts, like today is one of those days, I just want it to be really cozy and snug as I recorded this for you, and it's so interesting because I in my fourth year of business now and I was just sort of reflecting back on like year on year and like my first year of business I was still working full-time in another job so it was like kind of like grabbing hours here or there like in any which way I could working late nights working weekends working early mornings etc and then my second and third year of businesses I was living abroad and I'd run my business from the beaches of Bali or from you know the coast of New Zealand or in the city of Melbourne like all these amazing locations and then today you find me in my London flats um wrapped up in bed and each you know sections of those those parts of my life have all come under this you know foundational belief of a successful business is in a business that aligns to you and that you don't feel that you're dishonoring yourself by showing up in your business because we can do that for a certain amount of time we can go against our truth and what we really want and what our natural energy cycle is for a certain amount of time and we will create some level of quote-unquote success but it's going to potentially lead to burnout it's going to probably not feel the way we want it to feel because we think of success and we kind of put it on this pedestal like success ah like shining lights all on it and then what if you get there and you get that thing that you thought was success but you actually felt that the 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 things that you did in order to get you there completely went against your natural energy cycle your human design type your um beliefs on you know certain things your core values your you know if it if you're going against anything that isn't truly you then you're going to get to that level of success and it's not going to fulfill you in the way that you had anticipated and that's when we then are like ah oh, shit 
like this, I thought it was going to feel really good. It doesn't. And hopefully in those times, that's when you actually have that honest conversation with yourself and say, okay, what really needs to shift here? How far off the compass of my own truth have I gone? And how can I return back to that and run my business from that place? But what I often see that happens again and again is that people, you know, reach that level of success. Oh, I still don't feel good. So maybe I just need to set myself a new goal. Oh, so now I'm going to go for six figures instead of this, or I'm going to do for, aim for this instead of that. And it's them, you know, against trying to look for the external things to create that internal feeling that they're seeking before we've really grounded into what success means for us. So this leads me to that very first point of if you want to either create or continue to expand an already successful business, we really need to make sure that we know what success means for us. So what success means for us individually. And if you've done this in the past, it may be time to revisit it because you evolve so quickly and at such a fast rate that you might find that success has shifted for you um, since last year or since, you know, the beginning of this year. And if you've never done it before, this really is your time to do it. So I would highly encourage you to actually even pause this podcast now and get out your journal and actually really ask yourself, what does success mean for me? And by that, really asking yourself, if I, if I was over there, if I was like, I'm, I'm over there, I've made it, I'm in the success, I'm in this like gloried place where everything feels amazing. I feel successful. I feel like my business is a success. Then what's happening in your world? What's happening in your business? How is that showing up for you? How will you actually know I'm here? How will you actually know? Because if we don't define how we know when we've reached something, which is crazy how often we forget to do this or how often we like put it to the side. And I can even sense that some people might be a bit impatient and be like, yeah, but Amelia, can you just get to like how to make the success? Like, I don't want to look at it, like at what it is. I want to just know how to make it like it's so funny right because we're so like I just want to get there but this is such a crucial step in getting there because if we don't know when we've reached we reached the goal aka this goal being feeling successful and feeling that you have a successful business then you could just be shooting in the wrong direction all the time you might be keep going down different paths because you're like oh maybe this is the one that leads to success instead of really defining what it is for you And so to give you a little insight, I'm going to share what success is for me. And it's so different to, you know, the sort of societal way that I grew up to know what success was. And I think I actually always had a little bit of like a a sense of an allergic reaction to the way society deems success. So when it's deemed to sort of um, glory and fame and money and um, almost having this kind of like unreachable, reachable, they're a better person than others, like that kind of success um, always grated me a little bit. And I think I, you know, I had a very unconventional upbringing and I've always looked at the world in quite unconventional ways. And success for me definitely always was more of an internal thing, but I couldn't so I felt like I already had a, a, an idea, but then I moved into building a business and I had to really sit down and ask myself within the context of a business, what does success look like? Success within a business is different to what success within a career might look like, for instance, and really getting clear on that because 
I honestly could have otherwise just been like, oh, as long as I feel really happy in my business, I know it's successful, which sounds great. But actually, that's a really slippery slope into not ever achieving anything. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh, I'm happy right now. Like, I just probably wouldn't really have, have, have pushed myself or moved myself forward. And, and I really think that, you know, it's so important to define it. So when I look at success, I see it as almost like so many pieces of one pie that come together and accumulate success. Knowing my business is successful for me means knowing that my clients are receiving the results and the transformations that they came to me for and that they're having the most incredible experience that I can possibly facilitate for them. So knowing that what my services are my services that exist in the world, that they're actually fulfilling the purpose that I created them for and that my clients are feeling seen, heard, understood, witnessed and able to continue to grow and expand and reclaim their truth and their worth and really show up in their lives and their businesses. That for me is so, so, so important and is the crux of why I do all that I do. So that's a really important part of me deeming my level of success is how my clients are experiencing my services. Um, Money. So making sure that the level of money that I am receiving into my business matches the goals that I've set for myself for that year or that quarter, et cetera. Um, feeling energized. So feeling that I have the energy to not only show up for my clients at the highest capacity possible, but then feeling like I have energy in my life away from my business. So knowing that I'm not feeling burnt out of in my business, which means that I can't show up in my life for my friends, my family or myself making sure that my business aligns with my core values super important my core values are freedom and authenticity and I need to make sure that it aligns with those at all times and that really speaks to as well like success for me is getting to be all of me getting to bring every single aspect of me into my business getting to bring in my playful side my silliness my um you know, darker side, my getting to just bring any part of me into my business um, and not feeling like any part of it has to be shut out in order for success to be allowed. Um, And having time and location freedom is so like such a beautiful additional blessing to have within my business and helps me see how things feel successful. Um, It's not the reason why I went into business and I would happily coach if it meant that I coached in a more of a sort of Monday to Friday nine to six capacity but the fact that I can have time and location freedom feels so good for my soul and speaks very much to that freedom element that I have and so that is also another defining factor of success and then really all of those pieces when they all amount together it's like having them all working for me and making sure that all of them feel like they're being equally looked at and you know supported in in whichever way and so when I look at success with all of those pieces that is when when I feel like all of them are functioning that's when I'm able to just sit back and be like "Ah, yes everything is thriving everything is moving successfully And it's also a really good way of because I've broken it down, I don't just have the umbrella term of success because I've broken it down to all these sections. 
when I don't feel like I'm very successful or I don't feel like I'm thriving in my business, I'm able to be like, okay, let's pinpoint which area right now is feeling really unsupported and needs attention rather than it just being like, oh God, like I'm not successful or the business isn't successful. It's like, okay, wait a minute before we go melodramatic, let's just pinpoint because it might be that five of these areas are absolutely thriving, but two of them aren't. And you know, giving them all space to be at the table, the metaphorical table of my business helps me to make really aligned decisions in my business. So I remember this, uh, like last year, last year was my highest earning year in my business so far. And I earned more money last year than I've ever earned in a 12 month period before. And, you know, the level of money that me just two years prior, when I set up my business would have dreamed of. And I had an option to actually earn at least um, sort of another third of that and to have really like skyrocketed my income last year. But when I looked at what it might end up taking away from, so in order for me to have made that additional kind of third, um, you know, another third of my income kind of thing, when I looked at what it would take away from, it would have taken away all of my energy because what was being required the way that my business was set up at that time and the models etc in order for me to have earned that additional money I would have needed to put in so much more physical mental and emotional energy and when I looked at that it wasn't then just the energy it was then wait a minute if I'm putting in all this more physical mental emotional energy that's not only taking away from me feeling energized outside of the business it's also taking away from me feeling like I can fully show up for my clients so then that's going to have a knock-on effect to that other really important pillar of success which is my clients feeling the most seen had understood witnessed and supported that they possibly could be and it started to go against it feeling like it aligned with my values because my values are freedom and authenticity and I was like it doesn't feel very freeing to think that so much of my emotional mental and physical capacity is being taken up and so it's a really interesting way because I it it really supported me to think okay actually no it doesn't feel aligned for me to focus on making more money it feels really aligned to keep doing exactly what I'm doing because it's really working for me and it's really serving me and it's making sure that every area thrives. And then if I want to earn more money next year, I need to look at some other areas of business of how I can increase the money that I earn without decreasing the level of support I'm able to give to clients or, you know, without it increasing my physical, mental, emotional capacity that's required, et cetera. So really defining success beyond the umbrella term, like what does success mean for you? How do you know when you're successful? How does success look in your business? How do you know when you're thriving? How does it feel? How does it look? What are the pillars that make up that umbrella term of success or a thriving business for you will help you with so many decisions in your business and really support you to really honor what it is for you because success really is going to look different to every person and it's a great way of really supporting you when you notice that you get into comparison mode say you've been scrolling on Instagram for too long and you're like oh they have a multi-million business or she lives over here or they're doing that or they seem to sell out their programs so quick or they seem to do this or oh my gosh she's always doing etc um actually then looking back and thinking wait a minute but is that success for me is that really what I want does that speak to all the pillars of what success is for me
So define what it is for you and really allow yourself to get clear on that. This leads me beautifully into the second point. And I'm going to be sharing with you a few different things of how I believe um, or what I wish everyone everyone was, would know and implement in order to have a successful, thriving business. Um, and all the other pieces are probably kind of like equal to each other. But this one, like the first one I'm sharing is, I believe, the most crucial piece of all. So if the only thing you walked away with was just this one piece and you really allowed it to be, you know, to land with you now and then for you to go out beyond this podcast and action it and see it play out within your business, this is a game changer. And so this leads me to the first piece, which is being honest with ourselves. Um, I really believe that running a successful business requires you to be so honest with yourself because we have to have a level of discernment and we have to be able to look at our business with a critical eye without becoming self-critical right and I noticed that if we haven't figured out how to do that if we haven't looked at how we can look at our business structures or look at something within our business with a critical eye without moving into self-critic inner critic then we just avoid it full stop because we just don't want to look at look at you know quote-unquote problems because we know that it will spiral us into being like what's the point it's all crap I can't do this this is too hard I'm terrible I'm not good enough etc right so it's really important to learn and this is going to come through a lot of practice. Um, it's really important to learn how to be able to have a critical eye over your business without you allowing it to move you into being in a self-critical space. And if it helps to kind of imagine that this is this is not coach you that's doing this, this is CEO you, this is business owner you that is coming in and is doing it for the greatest good of the business, the greatest good for the coach and the greatest good for the clients and for everything that you know you stand for. They're coming in and giving you the critical eye of saying, this is what's working, this, is, this isn't. And that alone of, of our ability to be really honest with ourselves and have a critical eye over what is and isn't working is going to save you so much heartache within a business of when it feels like like I feel like I'm trying everything and nothing's working or it feels like such an uphill battle when we're in that oh my goodness I can relate to that we all experience those moments and we experience those feelings but all that all that we're being asked to look at when that happens is to take the step back and ask ourselves so why does it feel this way and if I wasn't emotionally attached right now and I was instead just coming in with a sort of overview and like critically looking at everything so I can ascertain what needs some help, what needs some support, what isn't working, what needs to be done differently. What's what would that look like? Right. And our ability to be honest with ourselves is going to come in so many different ways. It's being honest with our beliefs, honest with the limiting stories that are playing out for us. We all have them. 
We all have them, even if we've been coaching now for a few years, even if we've been doing the inner work for a few years, we still have limiting beliefs because it's that whole kind of old quote of like new, new level, new devil. Like, so the limiting beliefs that you never needed to even worry about a few years ago are going to pop up now because they're present for you now with, with the, the, you know, the, the level of business that you're in now. So being honest with, okay, this is what I believe. And is this the thing that's holding me back in my business? Being honest with ourselves around like how our mindset is being honest with ourselves around what is and isn't working. Like I just remember years ago, I would just sometimes feel so this was like first year of business. And sometimes you just be like, I feel like I'm putting in everything. I feel like I'm putting in everything and I'm not really getting much in return. Like I feel like my, my energy is spent and I care so much and I really want this to work. And I feel like, you know, I'm showing up on Instagram, I'm doing the things I'm speaking to people and I'm just not really getting the level of return that I want. Like I'm not seeing the results that I want. And being really honest with ourselves there of, okay, so this is how I'm feeling, but is this, is what I'm feeling actually being represented within my business? So just because I'm thinking about my business 24 hours a day, literally every waking moment, this is like early on in the business. I remember I'd like wake up at 3am and just be thinking about the business. Like, oh my God, it was just constant, 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 constant. And you know, noticing, okay, so I might be thinking about it all the time. I might be caring about it all the time, but when I actually put a critical eye of, okay, how much have I actually shown up on Instagram this week? When was the last time I actually wrote my mailing list? When was the last time that even if I've been doing all these things consistently, when was the last time I said what I really wanted to say without trying to people please or moddy coddle or, you know, say what I think I should say, because that's the way that you attract clients, that kind of thing. You know, when was the last time that I did something beyond my comfort zone of showing up online and actually reached out to people offline um, and in the real world and looked at coaching opportunities, collaborations, etc. Like, you know, being that honest of myself is the thing that we sometimes want to avoid because guess what? Once we're honest with ourselves, we can't hide within our comfort zones anymore. And honesty is going to look different at every level of the business. Like that's what it looked like year one for me. Um, and then, you know, in the last couple of months, again, I've been really been required to put that critical eye over the business and be honest with just because this thing works doesn't mean that you love it anymore. And that sucks. Whew in the moment that sucks because you're like oh but it works and I found something that works but if you're really honest with yourself you know that your soul is like "Mm, but you don't love it you don't love it anymore or it just doesn't feel right anymore you've elevated you've grown so it no longer fits you and that again requires a critical eye and you know this is what I mean by it being so important have a critical eye but not allow it to go into that self-critiquing place instead knowing that you having the critical eye is only for the growth and evolution of your business that was a big one right but yes honesty with ourselves because we're the only ones who can really be honest with ourselves like really and truly even when we have a support squad around us and that's something that is so important to the success of our businesses I believe and is is something else I want to just 
slide in there as a second point of having a support squad. But, and they will be honest with you of what is and what isn't working and where you need to grow and what you need to change. But if we're not being honest with ourselves, if we're kind of like, oh yeah, no, it's it's kind of fine. Or like, oh, I feel like I'm doing all the things, but we know that actually deep down we're avoiding doing that thing over to the left because that's the thing that scares us most, but we know is the thing that's going to lead us to where our business really wants to go. If we're kind of like being, you know, any part of us is being dishonest with, with ourselves within our business, then you know, how is that, how is it going to change? How is it going to change? So we have to be being 100% honest with ourselves all of the time. And it's, it's something that, you know, ricochets out into and um, sort of, yeah, moves out into every single area of our lives, because we often get mirrored back things that aren't working in our personal lives or separate to business, we get mirrored back and it shows us, oh right this is probably why something in the business isn't working right now is because I'm feeling this way about something else and without me even realizing it's trickling into the business and that isn't always the case like I don't think that it it always mirrors but I think it often does give us um clues as to where some other stuff isn't working so really allowing ourselves to be honest but knowing that it comes from that place as I say of without us moving into self-critiquing and victim mentality but it actually coming from that loving and constructive place from the CEO as the business owner as and touching on the support squad thing like goodness me isn't it mad when you run a business by yourself and you've probably gone from working in a team, working in a company, working surrounded by other people. And suddenly you're like, oh, yeah, now it's me. It's me. And, you know, work, the work environment looks different because it's me. And the work setup looks different. And you realize that you're in charge of everything now. And, you know, so many things. Right. So when it's when you're running a solo business, when you're running any business support squad's going to be important but i think especially when we're we're solo in business and especially if we feel like we're running a business where um i was going to say like where we feel like not everyone gets what we do but i'm going to actually just you know eradicate that i think whatever business you do support squad essential um so this can look different though right um and I just want to speak to this real quick because I think that sometimes we think support squad in running a business means having a business coach and that's kind of it. Um, but it can mean that and it can also mean so many other things. It can mean so many other things. So really, again, looking at what would we most need if we know what success is for us and we've pillared underneath that umbrella of what success is, what do we most need right now in order to be able to be living out all of those pillars really well and to be continue to expand our success sometimes we need a business coach sometimes we need energy healing sometimes we need a relationship coach because we actually think my business is going pretty well but in my personal life I really want to explore relationships feeling good or improving relationships and I can see how even me just feeling great in my personal life will have a ricochet effect into my business and me being able to show up more 
naturally and, and greater in my business. Sometimes we need a life coach. Sometimes we need therapy. Sometimes we need counseling. Sometimes we need, you know, um, a naturopath, a healer, a kinesiologist, a massage. So, you know, we need so many different levels of support and so it's really looking at what support do you need right now in order, you know, what your vision of success is, you know, that you'll know once you've got there, because you've mapped it all out clearly. So what is most required right now for you to be able to get to that level of success? What do you most need? And it, guess what? It might sometimes be a few. Right now I have uh, three different kind of people in my support team of a variety between business, health, um, and just overall well-being, and I love that and this is something that you know when I first started out I didn't have the financial means to have more than one person in my space at a time um not one-on-one anyway it wouldn't have been like oh, I could have that many people in my space um financially one-on-one it might be that like I did a couple of courses or that kind of thing um but it went from you know initially having one person to then building it and building it and then sometimes I'll go a while without having a coach but I'll be working with someone else um and you know so it, it gets to vary but it's really looking at what that support team looks like and what feels really good for you so you feel supported so that you don't always feel and I just get this visual visual feeling of like you don't always feel like you have to carry yourself and your business all the time that sometimes you get to lean back and lie down and just relax and be supported and be held and be witnessed And so whatever feels really supportive and beneficial for you right now, I invite you to lean into that even more. So Um, maybe this is a invitation to look for somebody and to really, you know, get the support that you need. For me this year, I've been really focusing on getting a lot of support with my health, knowing that my health so plays into the way that my business is. But this feels really important this year because I've already done so much of getting you know my sort of soulful structures into place and ascertaining and feeling really comfortable around sales and attracting clients and the energetics of business and being all of me and all of those things that I really worked through over the last few years that this year it's like been a bigger focus on on health um so that I can feel fully energized and have a really clean and clear and vibrant vessel in order to be able to show up um so the next one I want to go to is aligning with your values so I would really invite you if you haven't looked at what your core values are or you haven't looked at them recently to check in with that and if you already know what they are just that you might find that they come to mind for you now seeing if your business aligns to those core values and it's a really great way of just seeing what is and isn't working is by asking what feels aligned and what doesn't and you can look at it as your business as a whole and then you can also look at it in sections of business So say a core value for you is authenticity. So say that's one of your core values and you look at, okay, do I feel authentic with my business as a whole? And does I feel, do I feel like it's working for me um, to be able to be authentically me? Does it feel like my clients get to be authentic? Does it feel like my messaging is authentic, et cetera? And then you can, you know, almost like break it down. It's like, okay, does my 
does my do my offers feel authentic do the way that I invite people into my offers feel authentic does the way that I'm selling feel authentic do does all my um systems and structures and kind of like behind the scenes admin does that feel authentic like does my schedule feel authentic to me like all of the different things you can kind of almost like break down each section of your business and see does each section of it align up with my core values and again all it means if you're saying no it doesn't align with a core value or all of my core values is you're just being shown you're just being a light is being shone to um, demonstrate to you okay, this is an area then that needs some assistance, that needs some support, that needs some shifting so that you can get it to align with your core values. Um, and this is just a quick one that I come back to quite a lot. And I also sort of guide clients to, to come back to if they sort of feel like really off in their businesses or they feel like nothing's working or they feel really uninspired or disconnected from their businesses. More often than not, they're their core values feel really out of whack right now. Like they feel like they have these core values, which mean something so important to them, both consciously and subconsciously, but yet they're not, they, those core values are not being honored within the space of their business. So then their business feels a bit like, oh, I don't really like, like it right now, or it doesn't feel like me or it doesn't feel good. So it's a really great way if you're feeling out of whack to something to check in with. Um, Another really important piece of um, enabling us to kind of lead this lead and continue to create a really successful business is, I mean, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be me talking right if I didn't speak to this piece on intuition. But I don't want to go too deep into any of these context uh, concepts today. I just want to kind of give you an overview for you to start to play with and and start to kind of you know act out in in your business. Um, but goodness me, like, again, if you're being fully honest with yourself, that's going to play into us listening to our intuition. If we're being fully honest with ourselves and putting a critical eye over things um, and saying that I'm going to be so honest with myself that I'm willing to hear whatever wants to be said from my inner guidance, even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it feels stretchy, even if it requires me to make some massive shifts in my business, um, then that is us saying that we fully trust our intuition and that it's there to lead us in our business. And I honestly believe intuition will never lead you astray. And it always guides you to the next thing that you need to do, whether it's a physical action or more of a mental, emotional action um, in order to continue to, to elevate your business. So listening to your intuition and really honing into that and checking in with that each day each uh, you know section of your business that you're working on each time that you sit down to kind of vision something out is gonna feel amazing and I'd really encourage you to make sure that when you're defining that what success looks like for you it's being intuitively led so it's not being led by this is what success should look like it's being led from what intuitively success looks like for you um but I really believe that so much of my success um has come down to me allowing myself to be highly intuitive led and that means that sometimes it feels like the easiest thing in the world because it's just like mm -hmm, yeah intuitive it feels good to do this and that already feels good and mm, yum this this is amazing um and other times it feels really hard in the moment because it's like my intuition is leading me to do something that speaks to my business being in its highest alignment 
in the long run, but in the immediate next five minutes or hour or week or month, it's asking me to do some big moves that feel scary and that feel out of my comfort zone or feel like, oh, yeah, it feels like the rug's been pulled out from underneath me a little bit, right? So intuition can can feel both ways. Um, So listening to our intuition is going to be such, such an integral piece. But I also want to speak to another point of also listening to the soul of our business. So not only listening to our own intuition and inner guidance and therefore listening to our soul, but also listening to the soul of our business. And this is a uh, concept that was taught to me by one of my um, previous coaches, Sammy Fleming, who is absolutely fantastic. And she really brought this this to life for me, this, this concept of like, our business is a separate entity to us and our business takes on its own energy, its own soul, its own feelings. And like, what is the soul of your business and what does your business want from you? And what is your business requiring from you? And especially because I know that everyone that I work with and and everyone listening in, you're running your business from a really, you know, heart-led soul-led place of it feeling like the work you do is a piece of your or is it you know a component of your purpose it speaks to your soul's calling um then how beautiful that it's like and then once we create the business that then it the business takes on this whole energy of its own and the business gets to just kind of like sit alongside us in this journey so it's like our own soul and then the soul of our business and ever since I looked at it in that way it's really enabled me to keep growing and growing and growing because sometimes when I check in with my the soul of my business it asks me to do things or leads me to places that again as I say it's almost like me me right there in that moment it's like oh god am I doing that? Like that feels big. That feels huge. That feels risky. Um, that feels daunting, etc. But the soul of my business is like, yeah, but this is what you came here to do. I almost see the soul of business being, um, that constant reminder of what we've really came here to do. So soul of the soul of your business doesn't hold an ego and doesn't hold this kind of these worries and fears that perhaps sometimes hold us back instead it's like this is what you came here to do step up step up step up you're ready you're ready you're ready so listening into the soul of our businesses is a really beautiful way to also continue to build and create the success um and just checking in with that from time to time and seeing like what does my business really want from me how is my business wanting to evolve what is the energy of my business and how can I really serve my business at this time what is it asking of me to step up with to elevate with um, to move into and I touched there as well on this kind of idea around making big moves and this is super 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 important I talk a lot about aligned action throughout all the threads of my work. So whether you just read the words that I write online or you've worked with me, et cetera, you'll know that I believe in aligned action. And the way that I view aligned action is if I didn't have to do it the way I think I should, how would I do it? Um, I'm a firm believer in releasing the shoulds. 
and releasing the ideas that before we even know it, we've kind of tunnel visioned ourselves and told ourselves, this is the only way to make money. This is the only way to get clients. This is the only way to know who your dream client is. You know, all of those kind of things that before we know it, if we listen to too many shoulds, we tunnel vision and it prevents us from seeing the full scope of what's possible and what's available. So that's how I view aligned action is if I didn't have to do it the way I think I should, how would I do it? And then therefore this is asking me aligned actions. The only time that aligned actions can sometimes trip us up is if we only want to take action that feels aligned with our current level of comfort, which means that sometimes we feel like we're doing all the work, like we're like showing up and doing all the things I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but we, we haven't been aligning recently with the bigger vision that we have for our business and the bigger vision we have for our business often links to the level of success we're wanting to obtain or feel and so taking aligned action is also going to include us doing the big moves the big moves that in the moment feel nauseating feel scary feel like we might have those questions of who am I who am I to do this you know who do I think I am and questions that make us feel like an imposter and you know those kind of things and yet actions that we know are going to take us and elevate us into that next level so aligned actions get to be aligned actions that feel really good in the moment and then they're also aligned actions that feel uncomfortable in the moment but that align with our bigger vision for our business. So big moves within business are really important. And again, they're gonna look different for whichever stage of business you're at. First year stage, like big moves, goodness me, I feel like I was taking like big moves every single week. Like, you know, just, you know, a big move. I remember like in the first like few months, a big move to me was going to a garden party where hosted by one of my friends. And every time someone, like you know you get chatting what do you do what's your name etc every time someone asked me what I did I said I was a coach and that felt like such a huge move to be in this garden party of like 40 people and saying I'm a coach I'm a coach I'm a coach um and then obviously when you say you're a coach that opens up questions people are like oh my gosh tell me more what is that how does that work what do you do is that even a thing you know that kind of thing so that felt like a really big move. Um, and then, you know, big moves can be, I'm going to scrap this whole thing and start again because it didn't feel like it was something that I really wanted. Big moves are pivoting within our business. Big moves are investing money in coaches. Big moves can take so many different forms, right? So it's really you looking at what does a big move look like for me right now? Um, you know, hint, it's often the thing that we're kind of avoiding because it feels a bit uncomfortable, but we know is the thing that's going to get us to that next level within our businesses. And you'll know that you can find the courage to do it when it feels like something that is aligned with your core values and feels that it's still steeped in integrity and authenticity, um, even though it feels uncomfortable in the moment, because ultimately, as I say, it speaks to that bigger vision that you have for yourself so that's when you still know that it's an aligned action but it is an aligned action that's requiring a big move in the moment and I've got a couple more points that I just want to share with you so the other things that came through as being like what I wish everyone could know around building and continuing to evolve a successful business are these final three pieces the first one is full visibility and 
this is something that I often work with coaches in within their sort of first year, um, first year to two years of business. And then it's really interesting because it takes on a whole new form when we're in years three, four and five of business, which is also something that I've supported people with. And so full visibility, what I mean by this is pretty much how it sounds. (laughs) I love that. I'm like, what I mean by full visibility is to be fully visible. Oh my gosh, that was literally what I was going to say. But what I mean is allowing ourselves to be visible within the work that we do in every single facet of our lives and our businesses. So that means that we're as comfortable to be visible on Instagram as we are to be offline at the garden party, as we are to be, um, you know, networking, not networking, I hate the word networking, but you know what I mean? Like chatting with people in real life, like real life connections, like we're allowing ourselves to be fully visible as the coach we are, as the guide we are, the light worker, whatever word fits for you. I'm going to just use the word coach right now to keep it um, easy for my mind um, without fleeting between too many words, but allowing ourselves to be fully visible as the coach we are in all spaces, rather than creating these quote unquote safe spaces of only being seen as the coach we are in certain pockets. So it's like, yeah, I love like, you know, I have a Facebook group and I show up as the coach I am and I believe in myself and I speak really da 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 and I do this and I do that. But if we're then kind of meekly hiding away when we're not in a quote unquote safe space and we're then say on Instagram or we're then out in the real world, like in actual real life circumstances and we're really uncomfortable to either say that we do what we do or own that we're that we that we're good at it that it's one of our gifts that it's something that we're good at or own that we love it or own that we make money from it or just owning it like being visible in in who we are if we're only allowing ourselves to do that in pockets of what we deem to be safe spaces we're not being fully visible and this is really gonna affect those important pieces of calling in clients attracting clients making the level of money you want to make when you're only allowing yourself to be fully visible in spaces that you've deemed to be safe it's kind of you saying that it's not safe for me to be a coach all the time or it's not safe for me to be fully myself all the time and just think about how that is petering out into your business and think about what it's encouraging of our community and our clients I know this is quite hard hitting, but if you are a coach or you're in this kind of spiritual healing place um, of mentoring, guiding, healing, facilitating that kind of stuff, then if you're only allowing yourself to be fully visible in these small pockets of of your life and your business, but not fully, and yet you're supporting people and telling them, love all of who you are, be you, be true to yourself, there's going to be a disalignment with your message here. And that's not to say you won't be able to successfully coach people into expressing that within themselves, but it's something's going to feel off, right? And so until we're allowing ourselves to be fully visible and declare who we are and own it and really hold ourselves in that space, then it is going to have an impact on 
how we feel within our businesses and likely who we call in because I don't want you to only feel like you get to own the coach that you are when you're on Instagram, but you don't get to own the coach you are when you're sat down at a family dinner and talking about life and how it's going. And this doesn't mean that everyone around you has to fully understand you know, the depths of what you do and all of those things, but you, you get to also own that you're a coach in other aspects of your life. And being able to own the coach you are offline as much as you own it online, so powerful, so powerful. Your energy doesn't lie. Your energy speaks to everything. And if I have people that are listening right now who who love to work with manifestation within their businesses, think about what we're putting out to the universe when it's like, it's safe for people to see me and to be interested in my work in this area, but not in this, 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 or this, because I still have stories about myself in this, 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 and this area. So therefore I don't want to be seen because it makes me confront some stuff that I haven't healed yet. So please, instead, can you just funnel and send all this money and all these clients and all this like dreamy opportunities, but just in this one area, because really everything else feels uncomfortable for me. (laughs) like it just isn't gonna happen um or it will happen but it was just it's it's it we're, we're slowing ourselves down we're slowing ourselves down so full visibility so as I say year one year two when I'm supporting people in those stages of business we're looking at that full visibility and it can it's so interesting because it totally moves from one end to the other I have some clients that come to me that love being seen as the coach they are offline, but haven't yet got comfortable with being online. And then I have the exact opposite, people who feel really comfortable online, but haven't created that offline. So it's really building both of those those platforms. And then in years three, four, five, and I'm sure ongoing, but I've not worked with anyone beyond sort of their fourth, fifth year in business as of yet. Um, Then in those years, it's like, full visibility then becomes us allowing ourselves to be visible in the growth that we witness within our own selves as being the leaders that we are here to be within our businesses and the spaces we're here to facilitate and um, all that we're here to do as the coaches or you know insert your title here Um, because it can often look like what what once felt like as being fully visible we've then grown and reclaimed parts of ourselves and evolved and healed and so what once felt like full visibility six months ago now feels like we're kind of like like at 80% visibility and there's this whole other 20% part of us that we didn't know existed before or we hadn't reclaimed yet or we didn't like really yeah just kind of really own and now we want that to be seen within our businesses but that feels really scary because we're like oh my gosh I'm showing this whole other section of me and everything was working in my business with me just showing the other parts but now that feels really disaligned because I only feel like I'm showing 80% of me and there's this other 20% of me that's kind of being hidden away and I really want to show it but can I because is it going to change my whole business and am I ready to step up to be that level of leader and you know it brings up all these other questions so visibility comes up again and again and again it will take different forms because we might already feel like we've tick done full visibility both online and offline but wait a minute now I've grown again And now I'm ready to be more visible and more visible and more visible and more visible and show this side and show this element and really step into 
the leader I'm here to be, really step into the guide, the coach, the mentor I'm here to be, etc. So the visibility piece is going to keep coming up. And so it's really looking at how can we make this feel like the most exciting thing ever to keep being more and more visible, to keep allowing yourself to be visible. Um, and really, it's just like, how can I keep owning all that I am and all that I do as I continue to grow in my business? How can I keep owning all that I am and all that I do? And when we're fully visible, the energy that we give off is so different. Um, it attracts people in in a really different way and when we know that we're fully visible then it's like okay I now know I'm fully visible this isn't like a self-centered thing it's just me being fully visible in all that I do and now I get to return to focusing on the people I'm here to serve and I can put the spotlight back on them and focus on them I'm just gonna glow and shine here like I'm it's not an egotistical thing it's not a self-centered thing it's not a you know overly um and uh what's the word I'm looking for sort of like a um un unserving confidence way it's actually just here I am fully visible owning all that I do I know that and I'm I'm owning that and I'm, I'm showing it's safe to do that and now that I've fully landed and grounded in this now I can put the spotlight back to the very reason I came here in the first place put the spotlight back on being of service and onto my community and my people and then the final one that I want to cover with you is really continuously remembering, leaning into, and perhaps even discovering more of the why of why you're doing this, the why of you having this business, the why of it all, because this really gets to be the fuel to the fire when times are feeling hard in your business. When either you feel like nothing is working or there's so much thing, you know, there's so much going on in life outside of business or you're pivoting or you're being asked to completely, you know, upheaval and change lots of elements. Whenever something's happening where business is feeling hard and I know that we are all kind of can easily raise our hands and say, yes, you've all experienced moments of business feeling hard is being able to return to the bigger reason, um, which I truly believe gets to be our constant fuel that keeps us going in the hard moments and enables us in the hard moments to press pause and to take a step back and reflect and ask ourselves, what do I need support with right now? Like, how can I feel supported and cared for? What do I need to give to myself? And then when I'm ready, um, whether that's an hour from now, whether it's a, you know, a day or two from now, because maybe I really need to take a step back for a moment, then how can I bring in this, this honesty piece of myself of looking at why is it feeling really hard right now? And is this a moment where I'm being asked to do something different? Is this being a moment where I'm asked to really leaning in on my support team um, or my, you know, my coach, et cetera? What, what do I need? And so being able to know our why is going to be the fuel that is able to let us press pause when perhaps our head is saying, don't press pause, keep going, keep going, keep pushing. Um, and it's also the thing that really supports us when we go through things that feel hard because stuff will feel hard because, or 
stuff's going to feel uncomfortable basically stuff is going to feel uncomfortable because guess what uncomfortability is just something that we haven't done before and in our businesses to continue to grow and continue to grow and expand within their level of success we're going to constantly be requiring of ourselves to do things we've never done before so there's going to be often levels of uncomfortability and how do we get comfortable with being uncomfortable comfortable with being uncomfortable is knowing the bigger reason as to why as to why we're doing it so that we can see like okay it's safe for me to be uncomfortable with this safe for me to be in a real stretchy growth place right now because it speaks to my bigger my bigger why and so really inviting you to as I said before lean into consistently check in with and maybe even notice if your why has evolved since the last time that you looked at it but letting that be the fuel to why you do what you do and for me there is nothing that fuels me more than when I really vision in on like my clients are the reason I do what I do my community is the reason I do what I do and I just think about the people that I've previously helped or I'm currently helping and I think about the impact and ripple effect that that has then had because they've then gone out into the world and done what they you know feels great for them whether it's a life or a business element and then that's then created and the ripple effect that coaching and guiding people from my business puts out into the world um is I mean it's I'm literally I'm losing track of what I'm saying because I'm smiling right now (laughs) like that is how much I'm literally like it's so good and it's it's an energy that you can tap into at any time it's like a set you know it's just an energy of ah this is it this is why um and so I'm gonna leave it and wrap it up with there today and also just give you the most heartfelt thanks because I know that the reason you are doing your business is for something so much bigger than just you. It's for the impact that you want to put into the world. It's for the service you want to create into the world. And I also want to just really commend you for doing a business because you want to do it, because it it lights you up and you love it. The fact that you get to have both, that you get to be of deep service and you also get to love it, like there isn't something that we need to shy away from. It gets to be both of those things. And I just want to absolutely commend you for doing this doing this business whether you're six months in or six years in you know and just invite you to have a moment of gratitude for yourself of the impact the deep deep impact that you have already created in this world just by you being you just by you being you in your business and being visible, not only is it direct clients and community, but people that you perhaps didn't even know that you're impacting, Uh, feeling your energy, witnessing you owning yourself in this way and seeing what's possible for them and being ignited themselves. So thank you so much for doing this work. It takes a very courageous soul to do this heart-centered work and run a heart-centered business. And I fully, fully tip my hat to you. You are incredible. Until next time, my loves, I look forward to hearing how this episode has landed with you and what your big insights and takeaways are. Feel free to share them with me and I'll see you very soon. means the absolute world that I've spent time with you today as you've listened in 
If this episode has resonated with you, please feel free to share it or to leave me a review. And in the meantime, between episodes, you can stay connected with me over on Instagram at underscore Amelia Francesca.